Wellbeing with Elle. I'm Ellen Williams and this is my very own podcast. So it's been a while, I firstly have to say, and I'm really sorry about that. I really, really didn't anticipate it being so long between the last podcast episode going out and the next one going out. Um, So I think first things first, I really do want to apologise for how long it's been. Um, This is supposed to be a monthly podcast and yeah, it's kind of been well over that now. But um, yeah, I wanted to firstly address that and say I'm really sorry. Um, I was uh, meant to have recorded the last episode um, just over two weeks ago now, but unfortunately um, our beloved springer spaniel walter died and that has just completely consumed everything um that was just over two weeks ago now and it's been really really difficult it's been a really tough couple of weeks and there's been so many times where i just i've had so many ideas for podcasts and things but i haven't been at all in the right place to be able to record or film or really do anything at the moment because I've been so upset and grieving is so draining and I'm sure many people won't understand because I know a lot of people say oh it's just a dog but honestly (laughs) I think I cry more about animals than I do for people um it's yeah it's been really really hard Walt was just such a light in all of our lives and it feels like that light's been turned off um it's been a really tough couple of weeks yeah so I just wanted to apologize firstly for that um and that I was meant to have recorded this but then all of that happened and it's been really tough so yeah I didn't mean for this episode to be about that but I felt wrong in well I didn't want to I didn't feel the need to address it but I just feel like I need to talk about it and to be honest this podcast for me is as well like a therapy as I'm sure it is for some of you listening as well um and yeah so the original plan for this episode was I was going to have my mum on featuring um we were going to be doing I was going to be doing like my first guest episode and yeah that was going to be with my mum and she isn't in well she's been obviously finding everything really really hard as well so yeah she hasn't been in a very good place to record and honestly I just I felt like doing this on my own again today but fingers crossed for the next episode maybe I'm thinking that will be a guest episode with my mum so if you are interested in that let me know send me a message and we will definitely record that and it will fingers crossed be on time um because hopefully nothing else happens that postpones me from recording um so yeah this episode today is going to be about being overwhelmed and dealing with the worst, dealing with grief and loss. Um, So it's, I don't know, it's not really going to be solely dedicated to grief and loss. Um, And I know it's a really like deep, (laughs) quite deep topic to be discussing. Um, But if anyone does actually want me to delve deeper into that and talk about that, I don't know, dedicate a whole episode to that, um, I would be interested in doing that because I have um experience in bereavement <laughs> strange thing to say um I'm sure many of us do but I um yeah I don't know I got kind of into wanting to be um a counsellor and like bereavement counsellor specifically um when I was 
a bit younger um and so i've learned a lot about all of that sort of stuff and so yeah anyway long story short i don't actually want to be a bereavement counselor but <laughs> i have learned quite a bit from all of that and i would like to share that in a podcast episode possibly in the future so if you're interested in that let me know um but yeah only part of this episode is going to be about that because it's what's happened to me very very recently and I feel like so many other people actually do find it useful as well Um, and maybe some of you out there listening have also recently gone through a loss or are you know going through something like that as well and we can share our sadness together Um, and yeah I don't know it's um it's been hard I haven't wanted to record because it's just like putting on an act it's like pretending you're okay when you're really not okay and I don't want to sound overly cheery and all of that it's it's just really difficult so finally now just over two weeks after Walt died I am feeling in a bit of a better position to be doing this so yeah I've just found a quiet afternoon um and it's actually a bit cooler now so I can keep my windows shut which is good because the car noises and all the noises from outside can be quite annoying when it's picked up on the microphone um so I can keep the windows shut and actually not be melting inside here and record this episode so it's kind of worked out okay today to be making this episode so yeah Walt was (sighs) I don't know how to describe Walt So I suppose I'll just talk about Walt for a minute because I bloody love him and I always will even though he isn't with us anymore. But yeah, Walt was um, our spring spaniel. So my family, me and my family, we absolutely love dogs. We love animals. We have, well now we have two dogs um, but Walt was was in our pack of three dogs Um, and he was an English spring spaniel, liver and white and he was so crazy he was like the most hyper dude I've ever met he was seriously like on speed or something he was just a nutter his whole life and he died he was just about to turn 13 actually in a couple of weeks so he was so so close to his 13th birthday so he lived a really long full life for a spaniel um their life expectancies it's usually around 13 14 so yeah he did really really well um considering all the crazy stuff he got up to in his little furry life and yeah he was just such a soul like everybody loved him he was always the favorite like i don't know i hate saying that i absolutely love our other two um i've got a black labrador and um we've also got a basset hound cross cocker spaniel so he's a funny little crossbreed but um that's Humphrey and then my lab is Beano um but yeah they are just so much more reserved and quiet compared to Walt Walt was just a nutter his whole life he literally never ever stopped even till the end he was um it was all quite a shock I think that's what I found hard as well as it's been definitely a shock because he was just go 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 even till the end and so none of us really saw it happening so quickly and everything so yeah it was quite a shock um but that was Walt he came into our lives like a whirlwind and he shot right out of our lives like a whirlwind so he's just yeah he's well he was such a crazy dude and we absolutely loved him and honestly like I said earlier it feels like a light's been turned off um yeah 
it's been really hard without him. It's been a lot of tears and yeah, it's been really, really hard. But I just, I don't know. With animals, I think, I I don't know. I'm always more upset when an animal dies or if something happens to an animal. Not that I'm not concerned about humans because I really am. I don't want it to come across that way. But I don't know. I feel like animals don't always have a voice. Um, and unfortunately, Walt couldn't tell us that he probably wasn't feeling very well um, because what happened to him was pretty much invisible. Um, we couldn't see what was going on. And I think that's what I find hard is because they can't tell us. They can try and communicate, but they, they don't have you know they can't actually speak in words to tell us what's going on and how they're feeling so I think I always find that quite hard with animals compared to humans so yeah Walter was our second spring spaniel and our first spring spaniel when we used to have four dogs um and Jenny died unfortunately that was just uh, it was almost five years ago now, but yeah, she was our very first Springer Spaniel. We just always really liked Spaniels and they're just so full of character and they're so energetic and great for walking and like doing stuff. And when we used to live in Yorkshire, you know, there's so much to do up there. It was perfect for Spaniels. You see Spaniels everywhere up there. So yeah, Jenny was our first Springer Spaniel. She was a black and white and she unfortunately died from cancer shortly after we moved to Suffolk. Um, And so, yeah, it's just been the three dogs ever since it's um, been five years, yeah, that we've had three dogs and obviously now being down to two, it's very weird. But yeah, Walter was our second Spaniel and our second Springer Spaniel, sorry. So yeah, we absolutely love Springers especially and yeah wow it's been it's been a real roller coaster um I think the thing about grief is I think at first like there's so many stages I don't actually know like what all the stages are but I feel like for me with Walter um there's like at first that sense of denial like this isn't happening like I remember um like a lot of our friends were concerned like about his health and stuff and so my mum was like could you please just tell everyone because I can't bear to so I remember writing this thing out so people would know and it felt so surreal and so like weird like an out-of-body experience I honestly didn't feel like I was there um and so I think it's just that sense of denial first of all that is really hard um and it's a strange thing to feel because like I said like everything feels so surreal and like you're not in your own body you're not actually experiencing it and because I think it's still so recent that it happened I can picture everything still and unfortunately I have to drive past where it all happened um still quite often so yeah it's it's all still feeling quite fresh but I think the more that time goes on, it does feel like an out-of-body experience and like I wasn't really there. Um, And so I think there's denial um, and shock as well. Like, it was a real shock. I think even if you are prepared for the person or the animal to die, um, it's like earlier in the year... I don't really want to talk about this too much, but earlier in the year, my grandpa also died. Um, He wasn't my blood grandpa but he was like my god grandpa I suppose you'd say um and 
yeah I think I was just mostly in shock like you were sort of prepared for it because I knew he hadn't been very well so you you mentally prepare like okay you know this is probably going to happen I've been told it's probably going to happen but still I think when it happens there's no getting around that initial shock that suddenly this life has ended and so yeah with Walt it like Waltz was very unexpected sure he hadn't been very well for a couple of months he'd had a vet stay in June because he got an infection um and yeah he just wasn't quite himself since then but equally like everything was coming back fine the vets were like yeah he's really fit for his age and stuff like that so I think it just comes as a shock and he was literally like two days before I remember walking him and he was completely fine and stuff but I think what he had it happened so fast um there's no controlling that so yeah unfortunately the shock is there to deal with as well um I think denial and shock firstly are the two things that you experience with grief um and I think then it's just the upset like literally the whole first night the first weekend um I was crying like all the time like I just I couldn't stop crying like I couldn't sleep I kept waking up in the middle of the night crying I just it was all the crying and crying is so tiring um and luckily like I'd rang in work saying like I can't come in so I wasn't at work for like a couple of days um and I had a long weekend off thankfully they were really good about that um because with a very customer facing job like I do like I would have just been a complete mess and it's it would have probably embarrassed everybody so yeah the crying and all the upset that's something that is very very hard to go through and it's just draining and I know that Walt wouldn't want me to be that upset he I know I just know he just he would hate seeing us all so upset but you have to let it out I think that's the thing with anything mental health issues if you're just feeling a bit down and if you're going through grief um let it out like it's so unhealthy to bottle it up um just cry just let it out because at the end of the day people even if they don't fully understand your situation they can see how much pain you're in and how awful the situation is and I think if you're around people who like are willing to to try and understand that then then it's okay you just have to let it out and just yeah but remember that you're human like honestly it's fine (laughs) so yeah there's the upset and then I think recently to be honest I've been angry like I've been so angry this week um I've been angry at the fact that everyone else is carrying on living their lives as if it hasn't happened like it's shocking to my brain at the moment that people are just carrying on like nothing's happened and I'm like oh my god like this huge change has just happened in our lives like our family life isn't the same now my life will never be the same without Walt I'm going through this huge loss and everyone acts like nothing's happened and of course they they act like that because they aren't going through this loss I am and that's the annoying thing like when you look at it from an outside perspective it's like well obviously like (laughs) they're not bothered because they're not going through your life like if they know you and they know that you're going through it like they'll they'll care they'll they'll probably care about you they'll understand it but equally they have to get on with their lives too like not everything stops unfortunately when you're going through loss although it feels like 
things do like honestly for me the last two weeks it feels like my life's been put on pause don't know what I'm doing with myself I haven't actually accomplished a great deal I've managed to get up and go to work still and do the bare minimum but honestly I don't actually know what I've managed to do the last couple of weeks I've just been in this weird mode where it feels like everything's paused for a bit but then I think you suddenly get realizations that actually life is still going on the world is still spinning and I go to work and everyone is as normal like all I remember the day Walt passed away um I told work I couldn't be there and then I saw later on that they just tried to get cover for me and I thought well of course because like well the world still carries on work will still carry on everything will still carry on even though I'm going through this gigantic loss and that's okay because the world can't stop um but yeah I think it's realizing that and trying not to be too angry at people like I'm trying not to be angry at the people around me because I feel like how dare they carry on with their lives and do all this stuff (laughs) when I am breaking down but at the end of the day it's not actually like that in reality everyone has been so caring and so supportive around me thankfully and I'm so grateful for my friends and my family and my people um and they as much as they love me and they care about me their lives aren't going to stop and they've got to carry on doing what they're doing um just like I've been trying to carry on going to work and stuff like that so yeah I suppose it's just natural to feel anger if you are going through loss or anything like that um I think you've got to expect it in a way because anger I don't know I think it gets out a lot of I don't know what it gets out so much from within you like anger is such a strong thing to feel um and I think it's so healthy to release that so feeling angry is good feel angry if you if you are feeling angry like go with it um try not to hurt anyone be careful with what you say um but I'm sure like especially with friends and stuff um, they'll know that you're going through this tough time and they'll probably be really good with you um and yeah but just know that all of these things that you're feeling it's completely completely natural and I wish I'd had someone tell me that a couple of weeks ago when it was all first happening um but I mean it's only been two weeks now like it's barely been any time at all but I think I'm starting to have a bit of clarity now um and it's not the first loss I've been through we've been through many unfortunately uh, many pets as well because we've we've had quite quite a few pets in our family um yeah unfortunately it's something you kind of you don't get used to it but you do you know what to expect I think is is the thing for the next time it happens unfortunately um but even so when it happens you still want somebody to be comforting you and telling you that it's normal it's okay so for anyone out there who is feeling like this or has felt felt like this in the past then it's completely natural it's okay it's just the stages of grief going through it all and yeah I kind of just wanted to chat about things that have helped me get through the last couple of weeks and I'm sure things that will still help me get through the next period of time of feeling kind of this loss and heartbreak um and yeah I'm actually talking about heartbreak I'm sure this can apply to like having a breakup as well um because I suppose breaking up with someone 
whether that's like a friendship breakup or a, a romantic relationship breakup, um, that is a big loss in people's lives. Um, so I'm sure actually, if you're going through something like that, maybe some of this will be helpful to you too. Um, because I mean, I'm not going through a heartbreak. I'm not, sorry, I'm not going through a breakup. I'm going through a, a heartbreak from losing my best mate, my best doggy mate. Um, but it all ties in together. Um, so yeah, I think many of the emotions are the same actually, because it's still a loss, isn't it? So yeah, I just want to talk now about some things that have helped me get through the last couple of weeks, things I'm sure will help me in the next couple of months, however long this is going to go on for. There's no time scale on grief, unfortunately. It takes time to work through it and to process everything. As I'm sure you'll know, um, just I suppose with common sense, like you'd expect it's not an overnight thing that you're suddenly okay about. Um, It takes time and it's, yeah, there's no time scale to it. it. I think take comfort in the fact that there is no specific time scale for it. There's no like after six weeks, you will be fine kind of thing. It's like, even if it's six weeks, six months, a year, however long it's going to take for you to feel okay about it again. Um, and I know, you, I don't know, I suppose you'll never fully feel okay about it again, but you'll come to not feel all of these intense emotions like you do right now. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There's no time scale to it. It just, it takes as much time as it needs to take and just take comfort in that because yeah, there's no deadlines, there's no time limits on on grieving. So something that has definitely helped me in the last couple of weeks is just trying to keep distracted, whether that is getting on with work, um, seeing friends, going, well for me it's been running and things like that and seeing friends. I've seen quite a few friends recently, luckily. um, Obviously like applying all the um, coronavirus um, social distancing things rules sorry um obviously because we're still kind of going through a pandemic as well which isn't ideal um sorry my sense of humor is quite jokey sometimes I never actually mean to like sound like I'm joke like I'm laughing about these things I'm definitely joking um it's just quite a jokey sense of humor that I have um sorry sidetrack there but in case anyone's like oh she's like making fun of the pandemic I'm not it's just my sense of humor um but yeah, keeping distracted and I think being with people, I've found it quite hard. Like sometimes I really do want to be on my own, um, but also it really helps to be around people right now. So my boyfriend, Sam, he's been absolutely lovely. He was there. Um, well, he came over the night that um, Walt passed away. So he was he was with me after all of that and kind of went through the that first stage with me and I'm so so grateful because I think being with someone and especially being with someone who wasn't in the situation as well like it helps to bring a bit of clarity to the situation and he said things I wouldn't have necessarily thought but actually it makes sense from someone with an outside perspective um so yeah um Sam and my friends and just keeping busy and I've really enjoyed driving recently actually as well I've just always wanted to be driving and in my car 
Um, and I've had a lot of driving to do recently, to be honest. So it's worked out pretty well. But I think there's something about driving that can be quite therapeutic. Like I'll stick on a podcast or I'll stick on some music and just drive, especially at night. There's just something about it. I've just really found found it to be really nice for my brain. Um, so yeah, number one I'd say is try and keep as distracted as possible. But also this doesn't mean being like productively distracted. Like you don't have to be getting on with work and everything. Literally everything in my life has kind of been put on the back burner these past couple of weeks and I haven't been able to actually get much done at all because of the grief. Um, but even but if it does for you mean that you really do want to get on with work, then crack on and do that. That's really cool. But um, I've just been doing a lot of reading and I've been watching films, um, video, YouTube videos and listening to podcasts. I've been driving, running. I've seen quite a few friends. I've tried to always you know, be in the company of people. Um, and when I need that alone time, I think I really do feel it. And I just take time for myself as well. Um, so yeah, definitely try and keep distracted, but also I don't think you should play on this so much to sort of completely be oblivious to the whole situation. Um, I don't know. I think keeping distracted helps you fill in the strange time that you're going through if that makes any sense I'm kind of I don't really know how to word it but also if you do feel like you need to burst into tears and just cry for five hours go for it feel your emotions it's natural it's human um so I think try and keep your keep yourself distracted but also if you really do feel like you need to take time out and do nothing and just feel the feelings then go for it <laughs> the next thing I have written down on my scribbly mess of paper is make sure you look after yourself and remember to eat wash etc do the necessities so I know going through grief for me I completely lost my appetite I didn't want to eat anything um but I still forced myself to try and eat stuff even if I felt quite nauseous. I knew I would eventually feel better if I had eaten something. Um, and I think especially being around other people and th yeah, I don't know, that's really helped me make sure that I do, I am still feeding myself. Because um, grief does weird things like physically as well. Like I felt quite sick a lot of the time. I think I think that's a physical symptom of like shock and anxiety from the situation um but yeah remembering to eat and keep yourself hydrated and everything just literally I know it's like the bare minimum for keeping a human being alive but that's it you can just lose track of all of these things when you're going through grief so yeah um and like I said um being around other people I think because if they're eating I feel like I have to eat too and actually that's a really good thing because it's meant that I've got something in me and yeah so I think just make sure you are looking after yourself and taking time for yourself if you need it um remembering to wash and things like that as also um and I know some people might laugh at that but honestly if you're going through um a depressive stage or if you are just really upset like you just don't even think about these things it's not your priority but making sure you 
wash and feel fresh and feel like I don't know that can always help if you have a bath or a shower or something you think oh I actually feel less dirty now and I don't know sometimes it helps me I know so things like that I think just make sure you look after yourself and make sure like you're the one still alive on this planet and you've got to look after yourself so make sure you do as best you can um the next thing I have written down is talk about it don't bottle it up um that is the absolute worst thing to do I've definitely spoken about it um I've been talking to my friends about it many of my friends have reached out because they've been through similar things um and I think it's really nice for you to have someone to talk to who understands the situation um yeah I don't know I've been chatting to friends about it family about it obviously at home it's been talked about quite a lot because it's directly affected us like it's literally me mum and dad like it's yeah it's been a huge huge change in our household um lovely friends at work have asked me how I'm doing and brought it up um to make sure I'm doing okay um but yeah I think talking about it is such an important thing because bottling it up things can seem so so much worse but actually when you talk about it to other people you begin to see straight again and I think it's so important for yeah mental well-being to to talk about it and get it all out um and also I've got written down is talk about it not just to the people you know but also maybe to someone outside of the situation um so whether that's a complete stranger um you know like a counsellor or something I know there's there's there are bereavement counsellors specifically out there but even just like a therapist or a counsellor or some someone out there who isn't in the situation sometimes that is really helpful for people because they're talking to someone who doesn't know what the situation was um and they have a different view not a different view on it I suppose they've got a different perspective on it and it can really help you get through and process things because you start to see things not from such a narrow-minded perspective um and yeah I know Sam like obviously I very much know Sam but he was outside of the situation um and he didn't know well he did he obviously loved a new Walt but he wasn't in Walt wasn't in his life for 13 years like he was in our lives for 13 years um and Sam wasn't with him 24 7 like we all are so I think having his sort of outside perspective on it really helped some of the things he said really made me think in a different way and think actually it's going to be okay because <laughs> I think sometimes with grief and loss you just don't see an end to it but he has helped me see that there will be an end to it um and Walt wouldn't want me to be so upset all the time he just want me to go out and live a flipping awesome life doing awesome adventures and cool stuff so yeah I think that's really important to talk about it um and the last thing I have written down is don't spend too much time on social media this can be so so toxic obviously I think in loads of situations but especially with grief and loss you can end up just mindlessly scrolling and scrolling I have been um yeah I've been guilty of this but I think there's something sometimes nothing else your brain can do apart from excuse me apart from mindlessly scroll and scroll through twitter facebook instagram um and then I think that didn't help like the anger that I've been feeling recently and seeing everyone living their lives and carrying on and I'm like well I'm going through this huge loss like why don't you care 
Um, and obviously that's not true. It's just the lies that our brains feed us. But yeah, definitely don't spend too much time on social media. Um, obviously, it's such a good tool, especially um, with the whole lockdown and the coronavirus situation. It's such a good tool to keep in contact with people. And I've been messaging so many people and I've had so many friends message message me to see if I'm okay. Um, and so in that sense, it's brilliant, but also it can become toxic quite quickly. Um, so yeah don't spend too much time on social media I'd say especially um in the first sort of small period of time after the loss it can be quite toxic to spend loads of time on social media um so yeah those are the things I have written down in terms of the grief and losing someone whether that's a pet or just a family member or whoever I know pets are family members but whoever if you're going through a loss I hope I hope some of that has helped because yeah those from first-hand experience those are the things that have helped me the last couple of weeks and I'm sure things will be added to that list over the next however long um but yeah it's just a process and it does it will definitely get easier with time it's just such a time thing and in this next section of the podcast I know actually I spoke for quite a long time about all of that but I feel like it was quite therapeutic for me to do so thank you for listening but yes uh, in this next part of the episode I want to talk about being overwhelmed Um, because obviously grief is extremely overwhelming but also in the world there are so many other overwhelming things to cope with number one that I have written down is like the lockdown and coronavirus and everything so I think me and so many other people that I've spoken to we have felt this sort of overwhelming feeling since like well since the lockdown was since some of the lockdown restrictions have been lifted um and seeing life go back to normal I know it's what we've all been waiting and wishing for for such a long time but actually as it's happening I found it extremely overwhelming um and I'm not the only one I know other people have said this too and it's just such a contrast like it's such a shock to the system I think because we've all been told to stay indoors and stay away from people for so long that now like everything's opening up like I think gyms are opening back up all the restaurants are opening back up like every time I go to town or whatever it's there's so many people and it looks like back to normal and obviously it's not social distancing is hopefully mostly happening um uh yeah I don't know it's just a very strange thing to experience and something obviously none of us have ever experienced before and I think it's just obviously quite overwhelming suddenly being thrown back out into the world um when all of a sudden like when all of a sudden we were all told to stay indoors um and yeah I don't know it's just been quite overwhelming and I'm sure other people will feel like that too um I don't know I've got written down under there dad going back to work that was quite overwhelming um obviously for him but also for for us at home obviously I'm still going to work but I think it was just so nice and so like weird also because he's never home to have him home 24 7 for like four months that's unheard of like he doesn't if you go on holiday you know it's two weeks 
a one week thing do you know what I mean it's not four months <laughs> it's quite a long time so I think for dad yes it was overwhelming he did really want to go back to work and he's really been enjoying it since he went back but equally it's been very overwhelming because like I said it's just such a shock to the system and a contrast to the life we've all been living for the past few months um and for us at home it really did overwhelm us having dad go back to work because I don't know the dogs found it really weird they were wandering around like what's happened I was wandering around like oh dad's not here like what do I do and even though he wasn't involved in like everything I do at home like I normally just get on and do my own thing I still felt myself feeling quite lost because I was wandering around like oh dad's not there like that's weird and I don't know it made me feel a bit lost and quite overwhelmed for a while so yeah it's a really strange one coming out of lockdown um, and obviously places are being re-locked down like the local lockdowns going on so that could well happen still in the near future for us but yeah it's strange I think just life returning to normal is it's normal to feel overwhelmed about it is the the message that I'm I'm seeming to pick up from people um it's normal to feel like this a lot of people are actually feeling very overwhelmed about it because as amazing as it is that things uh things are reopening now and people can kind of travel again it's still extremely overwhelming (laughs) something I did want to talk about as well um in terms of the running for me running races still being cancelled so that is all it's a lot to process I yesterday actually just found out that a run a half marathon that I was meant to be doing in September was cancelled um not a shock at all um but I think mentally it's like right okay I have just been kind of training for that and now it's not happening again so uh, it's just like confusion and it's I don't know I'd booked that like before the lockdown hit so I I didn't actually know obviously all this was going to happen um I didn't know it was going to be cancelled otherwise I wouldn't have booked it but it's going to happen next year and I think it's just a lot for people to mentally take in like life is going back to normal but still these things are being cancelled some things aren't going ahead and it's just a confusing time and I think everyone still kind of feels in limbo not knowing how long it's all going to go on for um yeah I don't know I don't really like to talk about all the coronavirus stuff too much I don't know why I am now but it just kind of feels relevant to talk about um yeah I don't know it's an overwhelming time for sure for definite um and I think yeah I don't know the future is uncertain that is the last thing I have written down here the uncertainty of the future that is overwhelming many of my plans have been completely messed up messed around because of the coronavirus um and that is very overwhelming because now the next year for me I don't know what it's gonna be gonna be looking like like it's still it's still really I don't know it hasn't changed a great amount but still things have happened and it it's yeah I don't know the whole time scale of things have changed I can't talk all of a sudden sorry (laughs) um but yeah I don't know things have changed and it was all it's all quite quick as well like when things are being cancelled and things it's such a, a shock so 
I think tying in with the grief stuff as well, I think everyone's going through these emotions in terms of the coronavirus and stuff. Like it's a, it's like grieving the stuff that we were going to be doing. Um, and yeah, it's an uncertain future, but I don't know. I don't want to be too negative. I just, I, it's nice to talk about these things, get it off your chest. Um, yeah, I don't know. The future is uncertain, but I think we've all just tr- got to try and stay as positive as uh, I can't talk. I think we've all just got to try and stay as positive as possible and know that it's temporary. It's not going to be like this forever. There's so much cool stuff out there yet to happen. There's so much life yet to live. And I think from losing Walt recently that it's it makes you realise how short and fragile life is it could be over in a split second and it's actually quite frightening to think about um and on one hand losing him I haven't been able to do anything and I can't even stand the thought of doing stuff without him in my life but then on the other hand it's like well it actually just makes me want to go out and do even more crazy things and do even more running and adventuring and cool stuff and it's really I don't know, even though Walt's not here anymore, he is still inspiring me to do so much cool stuff because with his own little fairy life, he did so much cool stuff. Um, And I think you can apply that to all this lockdown stuff as well. Even though it's cancelled and ruined so much stuff, there's still things you can do despite it happening. And I think you've just got to make the best out of a bad situation and know that it's temporary things will improve in the future um but you got to find cool stuff to do that you can do safely obviously um in the present because yeah I don't know there's only so much looking forward to the future that you can do I think we're all living in the present um and I think for something that really does benefit my mental well-being is knowing that everything is happening in the present. I'm not living this very moment recording this podcast in the future. I'm I'm recording it right now in this very moment. And that's cool. Like I'm in this moment right now and you've got to live for the moment. That sounds so cheesy, but it's true. Um, and I think it has been really inspirational seeing so many people still achieve some really cool stuff despite all the lockdown stuff. So yeah I don't know I'm not sure if I have too much else to say actually but I feel like it's been quite a good podcast episode it's I don't really know what it's been it's been more about grief than I intended it to be but it's it's just what I'm going through right now and I'm sure other people will also appreciate that if they're also going through something and I think like I said you can apply some of the things I've spoken about to so many different things like going through a breakup, going through the coronavirus loss, all the things it's taken away from us, whether you have actually lost a loved one or, you know, somebody in your life. Yeah, I think many of the things that I've spoken about, hopefully you can apply to those situations too. Um, But yeah, before I sign off from this podcast, I do want to end with a really positive note. Um, I'm sure many people already know. And well, I don't know, I haven't really told anyone apart from like really close people but 
the really nice news to end this podcast with is we are actually getting a puppy um little arthur is going to be joining the fam he is also an english spring spaniel he is a black and white one so we're going back to the black and li- black and white ones um because obviously our first spaniel was black and white and then uh yeah arthur is coming to join us very soon very very excited i met him in real life a couple of days ago and it was the best thing um and i know walt i know walt is telling us to do this i just know it as painfully heartbreaking as it is not having him here and going through all of this i just know that it's the complete right thing to do to have arthur come into our lives and yeah have a bit of spaniel love again um i think it will help the two other dogs i think it will help us as a family and yeah i just i can't wait so yeah that is something to look out for on the podcast and in my content so yeah little arthur is joining the family i'm so excited um and i think talking about that like it is just the circle of life isn't it um everyone is like there's so many people dying in this moment but there's also so many people being born in this moment for every bad thing that happens there's a good thing and yeah i don't know i think that's a positive note that i want to end this podcast on just try and stay as positive as possible and hopefully some of the stuff that i've spoken about in this podcast helps your mental well-being and physical well-being um during whatever loss that you're going through and if you're feeling overwhelmed it's completely okay i think so many of us are feeling overwhelmed right now and yeah it's okay so with that i will end the podcast and i will see you in the next one thank you so much for listening um if you want to subscribe to my youtube channel that's ellen mellon over on youtube and i will have the links to my social media and my artwork like my art business um in the description of this podcast so yeah if you're interested in any of that stuff then please check it out and yeah thank you for listening i hope you are doing okay wherever you are you're having a lovely evening morning afternoon and I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. And I promise it won't be such a gap as this one has been. <laughs> so yeah, see you in the next one. Bye, everybody.